to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only. I do not represent any other individual or organization. Welcome all to episode 26. How you doing, Carl? 26. I'm doing well. I'm uh, just resting up and recovering from the battle of the uh, Snowvember event. 2.0, Snowvember. Yes. yes. I don't know why they don't call it 2.2 to relate to the year, because I think that would just, you know, make more sense. People, 2.0, it sounds like it's 2020. You might be onto something right there. I might. I mean, if, if we could... Maybe we should reach out to uh, Erie County Executive uh, Poland Cars and say, just let's go with November two two. Yes, I, th- I think that would be that would be the wise decision. I, I mean, you we're just going to be confusing children studying weather in the future because <laughs> they're going to be so interested in Western New York. Uh, Fifteen minutes ago, Fox Weather put out an update, and it's unofficial but awaiting confirmation. Eighty. Inches of snow. Oh, that has to be a record, right? It, it, it is, is a record. It is. Uh, guess what the average snowfall per year in Buffalo is? 93. 95.4. <sighs> I was pretty close. Well, let's let's just call it an average of 93 between the North Towns and the Snowbelt Orchard Park, Hamburg. Yeah. We got a little bit up here. They were talking about us getting, you know, up to four feet and you know, we got, we got, you know, here and there we got like the, you know, foot, foot and a half, but we really didn't get the, the terror that was down there. I had, I had a uh, uh, communication from my friend Cheryl who lives in the down, South Towns, and she okay. was buried, just yeah, absolutely buried. That's unfortunate because yeah. uh, I was down there today in Hamburg uh, helping my son and his uh, girlfriend out down there in Hamburg, and it was a shock to see how much snow they actually... Now, if you picture your typical like rural mailbox, the height of that, and then that was just the snowfall that up to that height, plus that I would say like another foot on top of that, and then what you remove from your driveway and pushed oh, sure. to the end of the driveway onto the lawn. You They're know, building igloos, folks. They're building igloos. But but Cheryl, she was buried and she was pleading on Facebook. Just does anybody know a plow guy that can get down here? And here's the funny thing: she was out there, she was digging a path, and this big payloader is going by, and she waves at the guy. He stops. He opens up the window. And goes, "Are you Cheryl?" Oh wow! <laughs> so somebody somebody came to the, the to to uh, the rescue and uh, undid the driveway, and she went inside, and she was getting all the cookies ready and uh, sent him off as a happy guy. But the stories coming out of the South Towns where it got hit have been. Fantastic. They they really have this this neighbor helping neighbor thing is not a myth or a legend. It's it's the real deal. When when it hits, it's nice to see that a lot of the folks are helping out each other and getting the young kids involved. You know, at least on a level of you know, go next door and check on Mrs. McGillicuddy and see if she needs anything and, and let us know. Yeah, and it's it's just it's been truly truly tremendous. Um, I did see in the in the grocery store during the storm the. Uh, <coughs> The folks coming out with the cartload of toilet paper, the cartload of paper. What is it with the toilet paper hoarding? What, what, how many paper towels can you use 
over two days I, of snow. I can't I can't think of any 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 event that you would be stranded that long that you couldn't get away with at least a couple days stocked up of any kind yeah. of provisions. Well, I mean, Bread, if, if milk, you were beer, if, rum, yeah. candy bars, cereal, you just hit the top eggs. list. Yeah, that's yeah. It. I mean, what do you I mean? If you had to eat the snow to get rid of it, I could understand hoarding snow, the toilet paper for a two-day storm. But uh, other than that, I just it, it is. You can always count on maybe at least a two-day supply. You know, stuff it, that you're going to need. What what you're going to have to. Uh, you know, prepare for, yeah. at, I mean, at my, least my, stock up for, be be ready. But my wife and I, there's just the two of us, we're, we're empty nesters. Yeah, sure. Before the storm came in, I looked in the cabinet, there's a 12-pack of tissue. I didn't feel the need to run out and, you know, buy 12, 24 more, you know, 50 pounds, and bread. <laughs> I, I mean, even, even the weird disgusting bread, like, you know... Uh, Raisin, cinnamon, nutmeg, paprika, onion, all of that stuff was gone. Well, Because we need sandwiches for these two days, apparently. I I believe that the good stories outweigh the the bad stories. Oh, they do. They do. You know, like all the truckers that were kind of like diverted off of the thruway, and they were stuck on truck stops, camp road, transit road, union road. At least some of them were able to get out of their rigs, you know, go to a store, get some provisions, go back to their truck, turn on their little, you know, TVs. They they all have like a Wi-Fi hotspot, so they were just sitting there riding it out. Yeah. Um, but people that had snow blowers, they cleared sidewalks. Yeah. People that had the big snow blades, they were clearing, you know, dead end streets and and uh, cul-de-sacs and things. And uh, it was just the yeah, absolutely the good outweighs outweighs the yeah. bad. But I still have one snowstorm complaint. It's my own. I realize it may be petty. But I chose to invest in a name brand snowblower two years ago. Okay. Quality brand shall remain nameless. Right. It might be orange. Um, and what they did is, you know that little choke control on the top? It's a little knob that you turn back it's and forth. It's a butterfly across the carburetor to rich, you know, to make the air yeah. fuel mixture a little rich or a little yeah. lean. Yeah. This company okay. decided to outsource that stick and the butterfly that holds the choke on your carburetor to some other subcontractor. The stick is plastic. And not only is it plastic, it doesn't last very long when it's cold. So oh, adjusting the choke, you figured it. A snowblower would be operated in cold weather. You would think. And then it's parts, pieces, and all sorts of mechanical encumbrances yeah. would have to be cold weather ready. Yeah. And the stick is eight and a half inches long and hidden behind a flexible plastic shroud. Plastic, of course. Of course, of course, and held on with plastic push fasteners. And it snapped, so no control on the choke. So it starts up, runs 30 seconds, dies. And you try to start it, it can't. you got to fiddle with it. I, I had to break out the $8.99 Plastic oh. snow shovel, and, and I'm not looking for pity. It was just, no. it's just frustrating it. that uh, I, that surprise was there. Here, Cheryl has a guy with a payloader, and I got to use a snow shovel. But she fairly had, had quite a bit more snow. Than well, that's I. a horrible story, but I could, I could, I, I could visualize that and understand that. But we have, 
we might have a few listeners that have no idea what six feet of snow is or deeper six feet of snow is and fighting the good fight with a snowblower because we, we're no longer just a little local uh, chat podcast. No, we're, no. we're in Spain now? Spain. Spain. Shout Spain. out to Spain. Hello. Hello, Spain. Hello, United Kingdom, Great Britain, the, Mexico, the Kingdom, Mexico, Alaska is with us now. Alaska, Alaska, love Alaskans. Yeah, part yeah. of the states. You know, even though they're not the lower, the lower forty-eight, they, they or they're one they're, out there in the Pacific. They're they're like the frosting on top of a wonderful cake. We love it's them. Necessary. We love I get, them too. I got pictures of a friend of mine who uh, went to uh, Denali, and was you know there Denali, and uh, behind him probably no further than. 15, 16 feet was a family of bears crossing this little path behind him. Oh, no. He you don't have one of those friends that goes, look, wild yep. animals that could shred me. He had no Somebody idea. Somebody grabbed the camera. No idea. He he kind of tucked the camera on like a little rock formation and ran so that he can, you know, count the five, four, three, two, one, you know, on the little <laughs> timer. And then when he got back where he was going, then he was reviewing his pictures from his day's hike and he sees the, the bear family. Well, 15, about 15 yards behind him. Places that have never seen snow. Qatar. 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 Well, wait a minute now. They are hosting the FIFA World Cup. It started they today. Are. They are. Update, folks. 1-1 was the United States score. Really? Yeah. Here's the interesting thing about this. We're talking about the world football. Goal! Yeah, yeah. Qatar is alcohol-free. None of the fans from around the world can enjoy an icy, frosty beer. They are probably losing their minds, a few of them. Not many. A few. A few, probably. I'm sure there's probably a couple of hip flasks here and there. But, you know, I mean... hip flask? No, they were sure. Well, I'm... Listen, if, if... I'm sure a few of them have thought of that. Well, we call it soccer. I mean, I grew up, I, I didn't join yeah. the football team. I didn't join the baseball team. No. I was a diver and I was a soccer player. And then, of course, the rest of the world calls it football. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's very exciting. Feet. What's that? It's played with your feet. It is. It is. So, I mean, but I mean, sometimes it's very exciting. And then sometimes it's like watching somebody play Pong. I mean, you can see how a tasty beverage might. You know, dull some of that pain there, but you know, it, on the opposite side, uh, probably not going to have any of the issues that have happened in other ones. Where some people don't know when to say, "That's enough, suds. Let's watch the game." But I'm not going to jump up on that particular podium. You, you know what? I, I usually start with with uh, you know these certain things in this, and I, I'm going to get to those. But we need to dispel oh, a myth. Sorry, folks. We he, have to dispel he a myth. We have to dispel a myth. He remember. He remembered. He's got to do something. I, I do. I All well. Right. I try. You can't carry the whole show, Carl. No. I have to try to you know get in there somewhere. We have to dispel a myth. There's still that misconception on how we produce this, and isn't that something? Yeah, I, I, I'm really surprised after this long. Yeah, well, it was mentioned was mentioned in a public forum that uh, maybe myself should not be wasting time on a podcast, wasting money on a podcast, and so I I chose to ignore it at the time and and just uh, kind of sat there and just well okay well I was mumbling know, in the back of the room. I'm sure you were. Yeah, the, you know, some people's perception is their reality, but right. the reality, Frank, is is go ahead. Yeah, I'll let you go. We have never received a penny of public funding. We had a single citizen, private donor, who wants to remain anonymous, 
who helped us with some of the initial fees because you know the the software and the and uh, the stuff online is is not free. No, it's and not then, free. Uh, it's not. Carl and I have invested our time and our equipment and everything. We do it because it's fun. We haven't even monetized, and people don't know what that is. Uh, you know, you get to a certain point, you can choose to add commercials and and get some money. We've chosen not to do that at this time because, well, we're just having a lot of fun with it. But yeah, yeah. there's not a there's not a dime of uh, public should... money involved in this at all. Nothing. Yeah. It's it's all private pocket. We're trying to stay with the current times and give you folks at least some information on what's going on in the city of Tonawanda and nearby uh, the know, Canal Tonawanda, cities. Canal yes. cities. The Canal and, cities. Uh, you know, it, it's, it is. It's a great time to do this, and I enjoy it. Um, we are back on track again for weekly. Yeah, which is, which is, it's 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 always it's always a heavy lift sometimes with these schedules that Frank and I keep. Um, so, but we can't disappoint Spain. They've just no. joined us. No, in Australia. In Australia, we count our our friends in Australia. Our, we, I'm sure we have ones that aren't always popping up, but yeah. platforms have picked us up and things. We, and we don't know why. No. By the way, for those of you that may wonder, Carl and I really are exactly like this in person. <laughs> Uh, but it's better. It's better you hear our voices than see us in person. Yeah, we're 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 sparing you much much yeah. angst and and just pain. Yeah, we kind of look like grumpy old men meets yeah. uh, middle aged hippie. Old men, and it's just yeah, it's just yeah. you know, it's just not not the same. We could well, do a shout out to uh, you know just an old guy in a mic. Yes, out, out in uh, Rochester, Fred Salber. Fred, uh, the good guy. Fred, Freddy. Fred puts together. An amazing, amazing podcast. It's full of information. It's full of opinion, but it is a great show. So if you're, you know, spinning the uh, dial on the podcast wheel, and you fall upon Fred Salber and his podcast, yeah. just an old guy in a mic. In a mic. Yeah. You know what? We we keep ourselves away from. Political news. We keep ourselves away from the controversy. Not easily, but yeah. we do. We want to keep it fun, and and yeah. you know what? Everybody needs a break from that because you can get that really anywhere. Yeah. And we're uh, coming out of an election season that was yeah. just it was eight eight months of political yeah bashing. You know our skulls. My shredder just was working every day. I would go from the mailbox to the shredder, the mailbox. I'd I'd read it, and then it's like, well, I don't need to keep this and right. But you know what? We try to stay away from opinions. But you know, uh, Carl, this may stun you, but I am, I am vexed. I am vexed about something. What happened? Tell me. I am vexed about the national days, and I'm not going to get into the national days yet. But some of them don't make any sense to me. I, I, I I'm one of these people that thinks in in terms of practicality, what makes sense. So we have a holiday. Where this week? The, well, no, no, I'm talking about oh, we, okay. we just got past it. Where everybody is buying pumpkins. Yes, I mean millions of pumpkins. Yes, they're in the when, landfill. Yeah, when would you think National Pumpkin Pie Day would be? November first, second, or third. It's in fact Christmas Day. Oh boy, it doesn't make any sense. We're no. we're, we're done with the pumpkins. They 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 trash the crop. Yeah. Well, why is that then? Somewhere else. I, again, it, it, it confuses me. I mean, the day after Thanksgiving, in my opinion, that should be 
By Friday. Yeah, National put up the Christmas tree day that, oh. that Friday after. I think that's that, my opinion. That's how it was when I was a kid and the neighbors and so on. But no, it's it's that ominous term. It's usually Black Friday. Black Friday. Dun, dun, dun. Only like, because like what the, is it? Yeah, it's the, a shopping day. It's a shopping day. Retailers finally see a profit. All year long, all year, January through November, third Thursday in November, nothing. You know what? I, I don't see how they have to wait to Christmas to see a profit. I mean, even back in biblical times, there were profits everywhere. Yeah. Well, I, I think the holiday season is, of course, more commercialized. We keep on hearing that. Every year we say, oh, it's so commercialized. Yeah. And you look at the ads, and I always sit back and I go, well, wait a minute. If this, you know, hot, hot air fryer is 70% off for three days in November. Why couldn't it be 70% off, you know, back in August? Oh, you know what? Here's, here's one for you. Because they're this, overpriced 70%. This is confusing. There was a uh, National Lingerie Week was just a couple weeks back, and the lingerie stores were offering half off. And I thought lingerie already was half off, but I was thinking in a different was mindset. thinking in a different mindset, yeah. So, I mean... Sorry, it got may have gotten a little risque there, but I will not apologize for that. It just it just seemed appropriate time, but that's true. And they were advertising so what is today? half Nas off national, What's today's national day? We got a couple, and this is the one that made me start digging in and Are seeing you, when these different days were. Okay, today of all things, can I have a hint? Okay, it it relates to Thursday. Everybody wants to play along. Thursday. It relates to this Thursday. Okay, go ahead. Today, on Monday. Monday, the Thursday. Yeah, the Monday before Thanksgiving is National Stuffing Day. All right. I mean, okay. I, I could see that maybe being there with Thanksgiving on the same day, or maybe the next day when everybody cuts it up into cubes and puts it in the toaster oven. You know? Unlike all of your other national days, this one makes sense. <laughs> I, it, it comes close, but it, it misses the mark by that much. I mean, this this is this isn't you know uh, horseshoes and hand grenades here. This. Uh, Wednesday, Friday, Thursday, it's Monday. Who's making real stuffing on Monday? You're not cooking the bird yet. And whether you like it from the bird or you like it in the baking dish, I mean, that's it's pretty the day. easy. It's, you know, a couple pounds of the, you know, the breadcrumbs and, and breadcrumbs? Breadcrumbs. Oh, yeah, yeah we're going to have cube, to talk recipes the, off the, the air. Cube, here, uh, we the really cubes, are. the cube breadcrumbs. Cornbread, man. No, cornbread. No. no, no. Cornbread no, and, and all the herbs and all these other wonderful things. It's no. not pure cornbread. It's it's a blending. Sausage. Of, of and then you use like a savory sausage. Cook up a pound of savory sausages. Mix it up. Yeah. With, I tried that. I was going to do that last year, and I I felt this stinging, burning on the side of my face, and it wasn't something that was there exactly. I turned and I saw somebody glaring at me as I pulled the savory sausage out to add to the stuff. Yeah. So it. I turned around quietly. Put it back in the refrigerator, closed the wow. door. I stepped slowly away. Yeah, that's, and, uh, that's when you don't let them wash. Yeah. Here's here's one that they would probably have appreciated in the South Towns the other day. It's National Red Mitten Day. I think any mittens would have been good then, but National Red Mitten. And this one sort of makes sense. And it's it's because I know I'm not even gonna comment on a red mitten. Because it makes no sense, like all the other ones. Didn't you ever mostly. watch Ralphie and, you know, the, 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 the different Christmas movies and things? Somebody has red mittens, and then they wipe their face after throwing snowballs, and their mom thinks they're bleeding and all that other stuff. You don't? No. no. Wow. 
Um, gingerbread cookie day. Now, the, to me, this makes sense only because this is the period in time where you start making the gingerbread houses. and Which never look like they do on like Martha Stewart's holiday uh, shows. Yeah, well, ours are, <laughs> ours are also not made out of styrofoam with 30 technicians and an architect, so. <laughs> you know, Is that their secret? Yeah, when you're oh. finding fresh gumdrops from Sweden. Oh, how dare they. It is, it is not your ordinary, everyday Perfect. deal there. Um, we have, we have. Uh, you have one more. We have Just a couple one more. Things well, uh, actually, I have two more. We have, oh. This is actually I'm national. sorry, folks. Once again, yeah. he's sneaking in. National Inspirational Role Model Month. So month, the, the yes, whole month. The whole month. You have the whole month to be inspiring or to recognize someone who inspires you. Okay. Carl, as I'm gonna ask a two-part question. Oh, as a right. child Go ahead. and then later as an adult. As a child, yes. who was your role model? Was it a was it a superhero? Was it a person? Was it a a, a star or something? Well, who was your who was your role model? My dad. Most likely, my dad. Without, uh, because I was closest to him when I was young. Uh, I didn't pay much attention to uh, reading books or fantasy stories or sports or anything like that. So I was I was mostly hanging around with my dad, you know, going on uh, side jobs with him or you know working around the house doing little projects and repairs, upkeep, maintenance, remodels. So I would say it was him because that's that's the guy that I wanted to be like as far as like how did he know how to do that kind of like world like how did he know how to you know like measure that and cut that and put that together and make it look better and paint it and refurnish it because they grew up learning that stuff as a matter of necessity well <laughs> partially 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 but he yeah. he took great uh great pride in building a lot of his little projects you know and some of them still exist today a lot of his wooden garden uh, ornaments and signs and little characters in the garden. And then, of course, you add, uh, you know, he made three or four mangers throughout the years. And they are not full size, but, you know, they're probably maybe like 18 inches wide, maybe a foot tall, and maybe like 14, 15 inches deep. Big enough that you can put like a uh, manger scene in there. Now, as an adult, has that changed? Is there somebody else who, you can have more than one role model. You oh, don't sure. You don't have to confine to just one. But as an adult, oh, no. as, who do you see? Who do you think? As, as an adult, I, I often look at uh, some uh, football coaches and coaches of baseball teams and managers of baseball teams, and I read uh, a lot of their books. I just, I just read a book that uh, Bart Starr was an autobiography with, you know, some help from Bart Starr and uh, how he managed to uh, play at such a high level during those years in football. And uh, Y.A. Tittle, and then, uh, of course, you know, going still baseball, Carl Yastrzemski, a couple of his books. I read a book about Milton Berle, comedian, Mm -hmm. and the, the, I love the, biographies. The two love. faces, of, the two faces of comedians still amaze me. You know, like there's like the deep, sad, you know, introverted kind, and when they step out onto the stage, they're a whole different person. Robin Williams was like that, yeah. of course. I just started uh, reading the one about Jackie George, Gleason. George Burns. George I was Burns. watching a Carson yeah. rerun the other day when he was on for his 94th birthday, and he lived to be a hundred plus a couple of months. Yeah, and. 
the the incredible stories behind it were are just 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 a little snippet. He was in his agent's office. Somebody was on the phone. They needed an act with a dog, and he said, "Tell him we got a dog act. You got a dog act right here. You got a dog act right here." He goes, "Okay, I got a guy. You're booked for it." And then George Burns went downstairs to his partner. Says, "Come on, we got to the pound. We got to get a dog." And then put together a yeah. dog act. Yeah, and you're like because wow, you that's never get on your feet, right? Because 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 a lot of them as they were growing up always faced adversity with the eye toward how can I overcome this, this barrier, this hurdle, another hurdle, another barrier in front of me. You know, I have to go through it, over it, around it, but one way or another, you know, for my family's benefit or myself, I have to do this. And so I always, I always look at uh, overcoming adversity's patent. I read a, I read a patent um, book biography over, over the summer. And I'm still amazed at some of uh, George Patton's uh, little one-liners or quips or, or some oh, of his yes. in, introspective thoughts of what he was thinking yeah. about a certain campaign during the war. Mm-hmm. And when uh, him and Bradley uh, had, a, had a conversation, and years and years later, we all found out what that conversation was about. And that's when they, they made George Patton step down. Yeah, you know, from uh, from leading, you know. Mac- MacArthur was another one that was that was the, I, I read, but uh, to me that the MacArthur biography was torture to read. But Patton was interesting. There was there's something else about George Burns which I found interesting, and it's it's part of his his diatribe there. He, his first marriage uh, it ended four years after they got married. His his wife suddenly passed away. She uh, so he he was a widower, and then he married Gracie Allen. And then he stayed with her uh, until, of course, you know, she she passed, and he's you know he's up into his nineties, and he got asked flat out. He says, "Are you going to get married again?" He goes, "I can't find a woman that can keep up," and it was just right off the top of his head, just like sure. That. And I, t- to me, that these are admirable people. Lightning fast, uh, yeah. you know. I can tell you that answers. My, my father became my role model in one day. I've always loved my father. Um, I always respected my father. I always admired my father. But I decided that I was going to wax the old family truckster one day. I was uh, all of, I think, nine years old at the time. And uh, it was the big Ford station wagon with the wood, fake wood on the side. Oh, the Country the, Squire. The, it was the Country Squire. Oh. Uh, the LTD Country Squire, metallic green, hot green vinyl there seats, crank oh. down windows. So I went out and I put wax on it in the sun, including on the, the panels on the side where the de- fake decals were. And I says, you know what? If one coat's good, two coats will be better. So without buffing it off, I put on the next coat. And I let it bake in the sun. And my father came outside. I'm sitting there frantically trying to get this wax off, and it's not moving. No. And my father was a tall guy. He was uh, truly he was a redheaded stepchild. He was an orphan. And then he went to the service. He landed at Normandy, tall guy, tough as nails. And he came up. He asked what I did. And I sheepishly told him, get in the car. Okay. So I get in the front seat, buckle in. Doesn't say a word. He pulls out of the driveway, heads on down the road, turns up toward Delaware Ave there in Kenmore, pulls into Carvel, buys me an ice cream cone. And we sat on the curb stop right there, eating ice cream. He goes, well, I have to sort this out before your mother sees it. (laughs) And that was it. And that day I was like, I want to be you. (laughs) Because it was, I I mean, it was, it was, 
I, I quite I, a mess. <laughs> yeah, if somebody says I, I, I have a lot of character qualities and uh, sense of humor, like my dad, I, I take that as a uh, high compliment. He had uh, he had a great great sense of humor, and he found humor in a lot of tragic, you know, you, you know situations. That, but he would always see some good, some silver lining, somewhere. In, in everything, and that's and that's what you'd really need, is to find uh, yes, find the good in, in people, find the good in a situation, and just move forward. Yeah. There's enough move people on. out there looking for the grain lining and a silver cloud. But Carl, you have a national month that you're supposed to talk about, uh, because we had some some really cool things that happened uh, just the other day down here on Main Street. Uh, we have the it is in fact, and my family's been touched by this. National Alzheimer's Awareness Month. Yes. And uh, you spent some time uh, at one of our facilities and with some uh, local, we'll call them celebrities instead of politicians, but tell us about this, because this was actually very cool. Well, we had a uh, you know National Alzheimer's Disease Awareness uh, Month and Family Caregivers Month, which is the month of November. Um, the folks that are going through being a caregiver uh, for someone with Alzheimer's, uh, certainly it's a a month of just trying to figure out, you know, like where your place is, if you're doing the right thing, if you're, you know, thinking about uh, maybe a, a facility or taking care of your uh, loved ones at home. Uh, it's a huge, huge monumental uh, decision that you have to make. Some families are able to work with you know brothers and sisters or an aunt or have a professional aide come in and and assist but um caregivers you're you're always thought of as like a superhuman superhero and and in fact in many ways you are unacknowledged as, as though it might you know, be it, when that program came out where because we had you had people that were going to work to pay the caregivers yeah for their loved ones so they, was, they were just swapping the paycheck and had to make ends meet. Yeah. And when that program came out where you, certain qualifications, you could be the paid caregiver for your loved one. Uh, there was some people that were like, oh, no, 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 and other people, yes, yes. Having been in the situation as a caregiver, I, I can't say enough about that type of a program. But yeah. There was more news from this, though. But m often managing multiple conditions is, is a, always a problem because not only is it a mental condition or uh, mental capabilities that are decreasing on a daily basis, um, it is. It's truly like removing a page out of a book as you go along, and it's just a random page every once in a while. But um, what we're looking for is... Um, if you are a caregiver and you could reach out uh, to the uh, to the folks in the in the state, there is a uh, a caregiver uh, New York State Department of Mental Health, and you could reach out to them, and they have lots of resources. Um, we have resources that are available at the senior center and at the library. So if you need uh, some help with that, um, you know don't. Don't be afraid to look look for help outside of your family unit because there is help available, and it is important that uh, you don't feel like you're alone at all. So now they were recognizing this down at the senior center, and there was uh, something very nice that that occurred while you were down there. You had a visitor that came in with a big piece of paper. 
Congressman Higgins? Yes. Yes. So, yep, Congressman Higgins uh, came by and uh, gave the Senior Center once again uh, some, some funding that was uh, needed for the heating and air conditioning units, the air purifiers, and uh, we're looking for some uh, help with uh, some of the other improvements there, improvements in the bathrooms, uh, handicap accessibility, lighting, and just uh, some just general um, repairs that have been ongoing and needed for, for many years over there. And we're starting to see it. So facilities are improving, but the staff has always been amazing. What, what they managed to do down there. And there's seniors that volunteer and help, but we have some folks here in the city that are actually involved in engaging and putting this stuff together. And Carl, you've, you've met with some of, these, some of these folks that go in and uh, look after the programs. They're, they're the turnkeys and uh, checking the lights and the safety and so forth. They, it's a huge amount of work. Yeah, and, and right now uh, we've, uh, we, we passed the budget last Tuesday, and it was passed with uh, a couple of departments that are seeing a, uh, a slight increase, but the uh, senior rec department is getting a senior staff person to help out with the increased uh, population that goes over there. The numbers, uh, the memberships have gone up over 600 now at the uh, senior center, and we want to keep providing programs uh, to our seniors. And also now we have a Youth program in the afternoons now after school programs. So that's Where, where's that going to be? Is that going to be at the thirty five center? Yeah, thirty five main and that's uh, wonderful. Yep, and then coming up, uh, we're trying to do some uh, programs with the boys and girls club. So that all will all be tied up in. Now, if there's somebody listening, maybe there's somebody that's a licensed contractor that can do certain work. Is there a way that they can? Donate labor to uh, to any of these programs. I would so? get a hold. Yeah, I would. I would call City Hall and ask to talk to the administrative assistant. What Carl doesn't know is he is today's surprise guest. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> did you notice you're being interviewed on this one, Carl? Pe people don't know us, and I, I decided that today we're going to learn more and more about you, and you didn't catch on just yet. But but here it is now. Here it is, Carl. You 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 retired and then you jumped back into the fray. And we're not going to talk about the politics. You you're you're doing your role in the city and you're seeing all these other people. Now we're starting to hear about everybody in the infrastructure that's doing these amazing things, and they truly are uh, unsung heroes. We have some uh, community events that are coming up, including right over at uh, Clinton Park Square at the gazebo and pretty quick. Um, yep. You know, these things are out. What's, what is it's a wonderful the, uh, night's coming up, December 2nd. December 2nd. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful night. So we have the uh, lighting of Clinton Park coming up. And, uh, of course, the guy in the red suit is going to be making an appearance for the kids. Handing out candy canes, I believe. And uh, hot chocolate will be served. We've got vendors uh, going to be on Main Street along our small business uh Owners there, they'll be participating in that. Also, we've got um, another tree uh, tree lighting, Christmas lighting uh, event. It's coming up November 25th. So that's going to be Friday night, Frank. Uh, Black Friday. Black Friday. Oh, we'll no. be, we'll oh, be no. lit. Uh, the Licked and <laughs> Did you just say you're going to be lit on Black Friday? The Licked and Murchie family uh, Christmas lighting is going to be at the corner of Fletcher and Wheeler. 
That's uh, something new too, and so, we're looking forward to this. Yeah, uh, we're they've done it before, but now it's going to be a little bit more official, sponsored because we're closing the street area around there. Uh, they've actually got a food uh, trailer coming up. Uh, they've got a petting zoo, live music, petting uh, zoo, hot chocolate. Yeah. Uh, hot dog with a donation of a canned good, uh, non-perishable item for the Tonawana Food Pantry. And oh, so you can grab that, grab that can of soup or, or beans or something non-perishable. You know what, folks, uh, on those donations for food pantries, non-perishable can include toothpaste, toothbrushes, uh, you know, hygienic supplies as well. And those, those are things that are often in short supplies. So, Yeah, we have a lot of uh, people coming back um, into town for the holidays and I believe this is going to be perfect. So, uh, you know, if you're visiting, you know, Aunt, uh, Aunt Barb and, you know, Uncle Joe, grab uh, something out of their cupboard and run down over there. How do you know about my Aunt Barb and my Uncle Joe? Well, do, do they have canned goods in their cupboard that they could spare a can? I think she does down? all her own canning. It would be perfect. glass jars. Well, and it could be, you know, maybe a commercial could be uh, item. And also, uh, you know, the, the biggest event uh, would be. Uh, Rocking with Santa, and of course that is Saturday, December 3rd at 7 o'clock to midnight at the Elks Lodge, 55 Main Street in Tonawanda. Uh, we have music, acoustic music from 7830, and a local favorite band. Oh, and nice. I don't know who the local favorite band is, but it says local favorite we, band. We, we have many favorites. We, entry and entry favorites. is uh, a donation at the door, or it is a uh, unwrapped toy. And we collect those, and uh, they give them out to some needy uh, families and kids in the uh, Twin Cities. And it's a huge, huge event. It's always successful. There's a lot of a lot of really good organizations that are around doing different things, and it's nice to see that we are remembering something as simple as as a can of food can be the difference between somebody having food in an entire day or not. Yeah. And uh, by the way, uh, uh, you took care of the multi-giant plastic bags of soda cans from the yes. uh, studio and uh, delivered and well-received, I hope. Big Mike's Roosevelt uh, Little Pantry. Yeah. We, we love what what's gets took, done Took there. that. We right. have uh, also coming up, uh, Graham Cracker Houses. Not quite, you know, the Graham Cracker Houses or the gingerbread houses that you're familiar with, uh, but these are for kids. Ah. Kids are going to be putting these together. And that is, of course, at our City of Tonawanda Library, December 15th from 5.30 and at 6.30. So there's it's two, uh, two separate times. And phone number for that is 693-5043. Uh, call them up Are they, are they or going to be able in. to talk at the library while they're putting those together? Yes, because it's going to be in the community room in the back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they can Have talk you, back there. When's the last time you were in the library, Frank? Uh, I, I, I'm not allowed in there because I always have, um, you know, candy on my fingers or something, and I'm usually talking too loud and whistling. So I'm really, I'm not allowed there. Anymore. Our library is fantastic. I, I have to read in the parking lot. Our library is fantastic. And, um, you, you know, I believe it's part of the library board that is so responsible, along with the Erie County Public Library System, that keeps our little library uh, going very well. Um Local friend, uh, Mario Pena, is uh, part of that library board. Very nice. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. No, we Assembly, do have a very Assemblyman nice uh, Conrad's uh, aide is our uh, local uh, 
represented that. There's yeah. a few people on the board, but it, it uh, Mario a, comes to mind because he was just reappointed. It, it is a beautiful library, and they, they really do run a good amount of programs on a very shoestring budget, yep. and it's tidy, and I cannot get over the number of movies. You know, you look at the different places where you can rent them or pay for service and so forth. you got a library card. You can take them out for free. Yep. And movies. then make sure you take care of them and return them, but, but they have a massive massive collection of movies there yeah and if you don't if you don't see it on the shelf they've got a list that they've got online that you could view right there on one of the monitors and pick it and they will have it delivered uh, to that library so that you can that's, you can watch it that's fantastic. how are you at taking tests uh, actually uh, as a child I was not so good but as an adult I, uh, I actually do very very well good well, there's two tests coming up. The uh, Tonawanda Civil Service Commission is having two exams on January 28th, and one is for the accountant and junior accountant. And the deadline to submit applications for that is December 5th, 2022. Applications are at the City of Tonawanda City Hall, and or you can go to the city's website at www.tonawandacity.com. I'm waiting for the opening for Food Taster. Has, has that exam come up yet? That would be with the Erie County Department of Health. Oh. Making you go into restaurants and try a sample of... You know, I'm, I'm good for that. I'm good for that. I don't know. I, uh, I, do they, do they, I don't think the health inspectors actually taste the food. They just criticize the surroundings. And thank goodness we have them, actually. It's, it's quite necessary. That I've might been be. out of country in uh, a couple of unnamed regions where uh, I have had my uh, share of... The evil food poison. No. Um, yeah. Where do I, you eat that you would get I, food poisoning? Well, never go to a vacation place off-season oh. to the restaurant where nobody's in there except the cook. All right. Let's get off of that. Chances are. <laughs> All right. I don't wanna, I'm not even going oh, down Oh, no. There. We don't need to go down there. No, we won't. You, did I tell you about my... my oh, by was, the way. I was in Florida in the spring, well, and then, I was literally... I had that tornado was bearing down on me. Yeah. The alarms were going off. I couldn't see, and I drove through that. And then when I was overseas for vacation this summer, we had one drop 50 yards from me. Is somebody trying to tell me something? You're lucky to be alive sometimes. I, I'm yeah. always lucky to be alive. Yeah. I say that every morning when every... I see my beautiful wife. So so I, I know it's passed. It's only been passed for maybe about a week, but happy Veterans Day to you, Frank. Well, thank you. Thank you for your service and everyone out there. Uh, they say that less than 1% of the population actually signs on the dotted line to up to and including giving their life for your country. And uh, I, as one American, uh, can always speak to, we can never, never do enough for our veterans who did that. And I appreciate all you guys and women, uh, past, present, and future uh, servicemen and women in the United States uh, Armed Forces. With, uh, we would not have any of the freedoms that we enjoy today. And some of them we complain about, some of them that we, you know, want to twist around and... Uh, we have the right to complain. So that's really right that right in there yeah. is all folded in. Yeah, Thank and you, that, it goes Thank to, you. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the Constitution. You know, the you know, First uh, Amendment was freedom of speech. And the second one was, well, you better get a gun. <laughs> we, we've given you the freedom of speech. So they, they kind of go hand in hand. And of course, going down, skip the third. No one really remembers the third, but you go to the fourth, and that's all about 
uh, searching and uh, seizing, yeah. seizing properties and stuff. But, yeah, we, we enjoy so much. If you look at other nations, there's uh, interesting things that that transpire in other countries, and, and we don't want to bring the darkness in. But you know what? We we do send our wishes that all people that are not with the same freedoms that we have, uh, that they do find them. And we tend to take ours for granted quite a bit. Um, oh, naturally, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, with, with freedom of speech should come couth, respect, and a little self-control. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I agree. I'm, I mean, not, I'm not saying I've never slipped. Sometimes that thing that tells me not to say something isn't working right. And, uh, but you know what? It's, it's uh, well... That's uh, it's here for, for humanity. Yeah. You got a few more updates, some more things coming up, as if all this wasn't enough. But wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. There's so, always more. So another thing I wanted to uh, just, just touch upon was uh, being Thanksgiving week and how we all are, are thankful for something or someone or uh, situation that we're in may not exactly be... Uh, what we always imagine, but it is a week of Thanksgiving. And if we could just take a moment and just be thankful for the folks that are here with us and our loved ones, uh, even if they're not within the same, you know, zip code, area code, state, country, uh, is that we always have something to be thankful for. And we need to recognize that, uh, you know, there is always something to be thankful for, no matter what your, your dire situation is. And if you need help, um, with, you know, maybe some, uh, some problems that you're going through is reach out for help. There's no shame in reaching out for some help. Um, especially some of our veterans, uh, with PTSD, uh, yes. we, we really need to reach out to those, uh, young men and women. We're losing 11 a day, uh, needlessly because maybe they, they could have been counseled or maybe they could have gotten some help that went unrecognized within their own family or their close friends. So, yeah. And it, uh, it, can, it can be something that isn't always on the surface. There's, that's a, we should actually consider putting together a, a, a one of our podcasts and, and talk about uh, just a mental health program, which, because it's such, it's the hidden cancer it, uh, is what we refer to it as, because you don't see it and yet people are suffering and, and truly dying from that. Let's let's get back to a, a an up note and uh, Carl. We've we've been discussing your life, Carl. What are you going to do for Christmas? This this is this is the all about Carl show. Carl, what are you doing for Christmas? Are you staying home? Are you are you having the the, the big I don't know Christmas ham, Christmas fashnad, you know whatever. Well, you're doing? well, we plan on having my mom you know, for Christmas dinner. It's usually going to be Christmas Eve dinner. Well, the rest of us have hams. You're going to have your mother? That's uh... Well, she'll be over for, for dinner. Oh, okay. And, and, well, she'll be around Christmas time, so she'll be one month short of turning 98. So we'll have, uh, awesome. we'll, we'll have we'll, we're going to have a lot of people uh, stop in, drop in kind of thing, and we're, we're not just going to sit down to a traditional meal, you know, 10 of us around a table. Uh, we're going to invite a lot of people over to just say hello and uh, get well, get to see her again. Because as my mother, uh, my mother uh, says, she's been saying it for many, many years. She'd rather be visited than viewed. Ah, uh, so I like that. She wants to. Uh, she wants to enjoy. You know, like 
the holidays, of course, but she wants to see a lot of the people that she hasn't seen in a number of years, including, you know, some of her uh, nieces and nephews, her godchildren, nice. uh, some of her, uh, there are a couple of her not so close relatives, but distant relatives that are still in the area. She has a, a sister-in-law uh, to uh, her, her brother, Sam. My Aunt Babe is now a hundred. She'll be 101 uh, coming up in March. She beat George Burns. So a hundred and so yeah, Aunt Babe's hundred and one, and she could pass for eighty-five. Now, now you said it's not going to be this giant traditional dinner, but no. I've got to ask, what is on the Nacera family Christmas dinner table? Oh, okay. So we're going to have um, oh baked macaroni. We've mentioned that once. Baked macaroni. Baked yeah, macaroni. Yeah, we talked back, about that back in the day. Uh, some homemade uh, Italian cookies, of course. Of course, yeah, it's dessert. Let's get get a into the fish. Good stuff. Fish, no, fish, uh, Italian fish. It's probably going to be like a lake trout um, fish concoction. Yeah. Uh, soups, uh, minestrone soup or Italian wedding soup. Uh, we'll probably be having pumpkin pie, the apple pie, uh, cannolis, which we'll, I'll make fresh that morning, uh, Christmas morning. I'll get up around four and put all those things together. Because you, you're doing anything cheese. classic like you know sausages or meatballs or any of that. No, any good, any any of that stuff? Well, for that day, yes, but it won't be made that morning. No, oh. yeah. Meat See, now we we do they actually celebrate the feast of the seven fishes on the day before Christmas yeah. Eve, yeah. and uh, you know, of course, my my wife rolls her eyes as I you know come in with the fresh octopus from the uh, from the Asian market because I like it. It's yeah, delicious. It's, it's great. Yeah. We get seven different calamari is wonderful. There, you know, calamari is great. It, it, it's one of my favorites. You know, yeah. And, and uh, the Bulgarians have this little thing, and it's they're tiny little fish. I don't know what they are, but they call them tsatsa, and they just get rolled in flour and flash fried. It's like fish French fries, and they are amazing. So you're but talking. You can't get them here. You're talking about smelt that you can get right out of the river. No, no, not sm smaller. Well, that's smaller. Well, that's these what are, you do with those. Like, Literally, uh, if you see them in the river, we call them fry because they're that small. Yeah. Well, you fry the fry and you have a tata. Right. So fry fry is tata. Perfect. Uh, I don't know if that's the translation, but let's just go with that for now. And, we have, and then we have wine. I have a, I have a cousin that uh, currently is making wine uh, for the holiday. Is that, is that Chianti and fava beans? No, no, no. It's just, it's just a wine. It's a very thick, dark Lambrusco. Very traditional. Whoa. Good a good grape mash. I went to pick up wine today for the small Thanksgiving dinner we're having. And I'm walking through the wine store, just looking for my usual things. And then I hear, would you like to sample some wine? Listen, never, never, ever dangle Twinkies uh, in front of a diabetic. I mean, that's, that's, just, that's just a rule. No. Well, you know, I'm like, wait, I'm driving. I can't do this. You go, oh, it's just small amounts. It's, it's almost like it's they're a, begging you yeah. to taste it. It's a taste, yeah. And then, of course, they have the bottles there, and it's like, uh, but, you know, it's uh, it's interesting to, I mean, I'm used to going through the wholesale club and going, you know, try a hot dog, try a yeah. cheese it, try this, try that. Try this bacon-wrapped. I've never had it happen in a wine store. It's almost like a fantasy. Well, they do have tastings. That's part of their gig is to, is to open up uh, your palate to different wines and just do different tastings. I just, I just you know, yeah. I just thought of it. I went, you know, this, this is wonderful. I mean, there's, there's only so many Triscuits with cheese on it. You ton can of take, wine and then, in, ton yeah. of wine wine right over here on Broad Street has, has tastings, you know, during the week and yeah. weekend. 
Well, this wasn't. This was there? like a, a program tasting. This was literally set up the table. We're sampling wine at this corner today. Yeah, just just like in the wholesale uh, markets that we have. That's I, a, I thought it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And breads. We have two different kinds so of breads. I'm, we'll I'm going to see if tomorrow the bank is doing samples. I'm going to go in and look for the table. If the table's there, I will go up and you know what are we sampling today? You know, I'd say tens, twenties. What what do we have? Only if it's in your account. Ah, uh, you see, now there's always a hitch. Why why don't they have sampling tables at banks? Think about it. I mean, the the potential that's there. I couldn't answer that. You'd have you'd have to ask our lo our local bankers that kind of. Question. I don't know. I just think it'd be a it'd be a good idea. Is what I'm thinking. You know what? Have you seen the new Have you seen the new uh, mural? I have seen the new mural. I I'm was driving by oh. back from the pharmacy when it had the the news cameras are out. Yep. It was on the side of the uh, the historical building right up here. You didn't stop by. I obviously. I, it was there was absolutely no room to park. Even the uh, news truck was uh, parked in an illegal yeah, spot. Yeah, our, our visual and performing arts uh, and the historical society of the Tonawanda has got together for that and, and put that together. They had uh, local artists do each one of the letters in Tonawanda, and they uh, they put that together. And what what a phenomenal each artist. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Each artist put together their letter and they, they put it all together. And here's an unknown secret, Frank. It's not a painting. It's, it's, not it's a, a painting. It's not a painting. That's not a painting. Yes. How do you, how do you like that? It's, it's a mural that's, that is adhered to the wall. It's, it's on a vinyl type. So it's not going to peel and pop with the masonry. No, no. No, well, that's... That's no, very it wise. Was power washed. Um, uh, Ace Flag put this thing together, and it's uh, power washed the building. Then they put a sealer on there, and then they they apply each one of those panels. It's a vertical panel, yeah. and they're about five, you know, five six feet wide. And they they put it up, and they and they match, you know, each it's one beautiful. together, and, and and they seal it, and it's there. It's I've, I've gone by in the last several days to to and from uh, teaching classes, yeah. and there's people that are standing in front of it getting their selfies it, and taking their pictures. Well, that's it's what the that point. Nice. That's what's the point of it. It's yeah, that nice. Get 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 our name out there and uh, what it is. But yeah, uh, if you go if you go by there, uh, go ahead take right your take your pictures of, uh, on there and post them on your Facebook page. Kitty Corner to the Seven Eleven at Broad and Seymour the. Tonawanda's Historical Society yep. Center building is there. And it's going to last a very, very long time because it's not going to be harmed by the uh, UV rays of the sun or sunlight. Are, or Are you also vinyl, Carl? I mean, are you resistant to the UV rays of the sun? No, I, not at all. I stay away from it. Because you're lasting look, a good long time. Look I'm at just, these. just asking. No. Because you, know, you seem to be, you know, holding up pretty well. You know, we've gone off into the weeds, but I wanted to bring you the, the National Days and the Carl Show. Um because, uh, folks, you don't My know apologies. everything that that man has, has experienced in his life and shared the people he's helped. And he doesn't like talking about it. Uh, but uh, volunteer for years and community and uh, security to the nation and the airports and so on. And he's, he's done a great deal in his life that he just doesn't talk about. No, I don't. So uh, this is the best I can do. I mean, it's free to me, but I'm, you know, just a little bit of show, well, a little bit about Carly. Now you know what she's going to have for Christmas. Christmas, uh, Christmas dinner with uh, yeah. my mom in and attendance. And you just celebrated which anniversary? Thirty today, thirty-five. Thirty-five years. Congratulations, and uh, to Mrs. Nasera, both my congratulations and my empathy. 
Yes. Uh, as I give empathy to my wife on our anniversary as yes. well. And goes back to that word empathy. But uh, and tolerance what a, and forgiveness. What a wonderful legacy to to show, you know, the children and and uh, and your grandchildren and so forth. Um, how you can make a marriage work. You don't always have to agree. No, you don't have to agree. On anything you, except... On anything. Except <laughs> finding a way to make it last. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, it's its never its never an easy uh, a lift. Anybody who says that it's a perfect life with a, you know, your spouse, your mate, is uh, probably not telling you the the truth. Because it is. It's a heavy lift. It's not its not an easy uh, adventure through through the years. When we were younger... And now we're in our 60s and we're facing, uh, you know, even maybe a few more years together. You know, uh, we never know. Tomorrow's Your never wife promised. is in her 40s at tops. I mean, yes, that's just how it is. <laughs> well, you know, my, my uh, I, I won't tell you which one of my relatives says, no, nah, I will. I'll tell you. It was my mother and she was having a conversation uh, while I was eavesdropping when my sister was having problems with dating. Um, and, of course, it was that quiet talk over tea in the kitchen with tears and tissues. So, of course, I was hiding around the corner as a bratty little kid. And I remember what she said. She said to my sister, there is no such thing as the perfect man. There's the raw materials to build your own out of. And I didn't understand it then, but, man, I do understand it now. And I think our wives have put up with a lot. Matter of fact, our listeners have put up with a lot. We are closing in on... Uh, uh, a 60-minute program. Here. Let's close. We, we should. And Carl, you, you got to put a bow on it as always. Go ahead, sir. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it light and uh, happy. And I want to give a, a shout out to uh, a gentleman named Squirrel Winter. Uh, if you are a Buffalo Bills fan, uh, you, you know uh, the name uh, Squirrel Winter and some of his cohorts that actually helped get the Buffalo Bills out of their... Yeah. Driveways and homes uh, this past Saturday, they dug them out and they were able to make the, uh, the flight out of Buffalo to go to Detroit and play the Cleveland Browns this uh, past uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. So uh, shout out to Squirrel Winter. And if you have a mind to uh, go on uh, Facebook or the NFL.com or the Buffalo Bills uh, website and look up and read and see the pictures and the little uh, short little videos of how the Buffalo Bills actually got dug out by their uh, neighbors and Bills Mafia showed yeah. up in force to get them all out. It was, so, it was wonderful. There's a lot of and, stories. And they're going back. They're playing Thursday night Thursday, again in Detroit. Thursday. The Bills are. It's a one o'clock game. Thursday. That's, uh, yeah. Thanksgiving game. So yeah, like I always tell everybody, is do a good deed, do a good uh, turn, help somebody out. The only time you should be looking down on somebody is to uh, help them up. So I believe that, uh, you know, goodwill, good deeds are still out there, and uh, we need more squirrel winters out there helping their neighbors in a, in a time of need. No matter who they are, help them out. That's perfect. Perfect. Happy, uh, happy 26th episode, Carl. Happy anniversary. Uh, all the good things, all the best to y'all out there. A lot of holidays coming up and a lot of things that are around. What's our website again? I was just about to pop that up. It's, See, well, it's not I, the website, I, I, it's the email. email. We're not, I wasn't we're not gonna, webpage worthy yet. I wasn't going to let them out. Uh, it's all one word, the talk of Tonawanda at gmail.com. The talk of Tonawanda at gmail.com. And I still truly believe it. I don't just say it because it's catchy. I say it because I believe it. If you do fill your heart with love, you'll never have any room for hate. Carl, 
We'll see you for episode 27. Right. Happy Thanksgiving, Frank and everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care.